What is up? Welcome back to the 3C Podcast. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. It's Friday, and you know what that means. I'm bringing you another conversation with a content marketer that matters. This time, I'm bringing you a chat with Araminta Robertson. We got linked up a while back. This conversation got put on the shelf. I've been waiting to publish it, and now is a really good time as we're talking about the modern-day marketer. I love the way she thinks, and this conversation is about her focus, being a subject matter expert in talking with her industry through the content that she is creating. I've learned a ton from her. I think you're going to learn something too. If you like what I'm doing over here, hit the subscribe button. Tell a damn friend about the 3C Podcast. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. All right, what is up? Welcome back to the show. I'm excited. I have Araminta here from Mint Studios, which I love the tagline. It says fintech worth reading. We're going to talk about that. We uh, met like half of my conversations on the show through Slack community. I think it was facilitated by a guy who gets mentioned an awful lot on this show. That's uh, Dom Kent. So we're going to have fun. We're, we're going to talk about just thinking about the vertical that you're creating content in. The, the example here will be fintech, but this shouldn't be exclusive to fintech. You should be thinking about like how you can take lessons learned here and apply it to what you're working on in whatever industry. Uh, but without further ado, how are you doing, Araminta? Hi, Rhett. Thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm doing great. Doing great. Awesome. So... I think maybe let's start here. I, when we chatted, I learned, and the first thing I think you said was, I got into this industry with fintech. It's not necessarily super exciting, and but I feel like content can be kind of a way to help differentiate. So I want to get into that. But first, I'd love for you to kind of describe how you ended up in this wacky world of fintech. Sure. Um, so I actually find fintech very exciting and uh, I'm sure quite a few people in my industry would agree. I think it's just kind of uh, m- a lot of people in this industry get into it by accident. Me personally, I was first, I, I started by work in uh, Barcelona. I was doing the writing and after six months, I realized I could do this as a freelancer and I could also travel and work with a lot of different com- companies from around the world. So I moved to Malaysia. I was working with the, the Neobank over there. And very quickly, I was working with American fintechs, European fintechs, Asian fintechs. And I was like, this is amazing. This is so much fun. And it was a very, in- it's a very interesting uh, niche. And, and we'll get into this later if you want. Um, as to why that is the case, but it says it in the word, finance and technology. So you get all the cool stuff of technology, like, I don't know, AI and um, and uh, open banking and, and uh, data sharing. And then you also get the financial side, which is how does money work? How is this thing that that everyone is touched by money? Everyone has to deal with money and it moves the world, right? It's whether you like it or not. And so it's, to me, it's a very interesting kind of um, industry because it's, it's that amalgamation of those two. And so, yeah, so that's kind of how I started. And here I am uh, two years later, um, managing Mint Studios, helping fintechs grow their, their kind of uh, reach and, and customers, customer acquisition uh, with content. I love it. And thanks for the setup in the background on just the industry itself. Maybe we can start here on just what makes the fintech industry in market different than maybe MarTech or any of the other techs out there? What makes it different? And then like, how does that impact the work that you do? Yeah. I mean, 
thing is that I've only ever known fintech. Like I've never worked in any other industry ever, really, apart from student jobs. So it's hard for me to kind of compare. But my feeling, the reason that I, I love fintech so much is I feel I, I, it, it solves a real problem. And it solves a problem that really makes a difference to people's lives. And there are a lot of industries that do, obviously, but fintech especially so, because the minute that you give access or, you know, give someone money, suddenly that opens up a lot of doors and opportunities. So I, I wrote down a, an example here that I'm going to use is that M-Pesa is a neobank in Nigeria. And just that, just that fintech, it's a neobank that enables peer-to-peer money transfers with just someone's phone number. And according to this study, M-Pesa, this fintech company has uh, lifted 2% of Nigerians out of poverty. Like that is huge. That is huge. And that's what fintech does. Obviously, that is in a developing country, so it's a lot. You can get a lot more traction with fintech. This might not be the case in developed countries, but this is the kind of thing that you can do with fintech: is that you can enable opportunities to people who who couldn't have them before. So it's a very powerful industry, very impactful, a lot of fun. And as I mentioned before, there's all these crazy technologies that we see them in action. So my favorite one is open banking, uh, which we talk about a lot here in Europe because it's, it's based on this regulation where banks now have to share the financial data of their customers. And actually, although at first you're, th- you're thinking, oh God, you know, should we be sharing this data? It's actually with this regulation, customers or you and me, we can kind of use our financial data like you would with any other like any other product and you can kind of switch banks switch products and you are in control of that data so it's just these kind of technologies that are they're starting the financial industry but i'm sure they're gonna like go you know spread across the world very quickly so i i pick I'm, I'm being educated here on a space that i know very little about and the one thing that i can pick up on from you is just like you've got a lot of energy and a passion around these topics and innovation, which I think is is super cool. And I think a lot of content marketers, they're, they work in a place and that, that place is a product that serves a specific need for a specific industry. And they do it for, they create content and they understand the audience for a year or so. And then maybe they get burned out or want to try something new and they go hop over to another uh, company that's, and they do content marketing, but this time it's for a completely different vertical. However, they take the same principles of what they applied in the last job to the new job, and it kind of falls flat and it doesn't necessarily work. So I, I'd love just, you know, you said fintech is all, all you know, but I'd, I'd love to maybe understand like in the work that you do, like what is your process for making sure that in fintech, you have a full understanding of what's going on, what matters. Um, so that can help inform like the content and copy and words that you use in, in your work. So fintech and content marketing are like two peas in a pod. Like one cannot exist without the other because fintech is all about democratizing finance. It's about accessibility. It's about giving more power to the people. And how do you do that? By educating them. And what is content marketing? Education, right? So it's like completely together. And I'm surprised that there are not more content marketers in fintech, actually. But anyway, that's a story for another time. So essentially, 
content marketing is a huge part of fintech and both for B2C and B2B because companies are also trying to, you know, when they're integrating and trying to gather financial data, they also need to understand how all this works. So to answer your question in terms of understanding the market, I mean, I think it's good to first kind of look at why, what makes fintech, what what are the different things that make fintech uh, different when it comes to marketing? Why, why is fintech marketing different? And so how I like to explain it is through three different kind of pillars, let's just say. Uh, the first one is education, which I just talked about before. You know, finance is full of jargon, both for B2C and B2B, uh, complex topics. And so education is a big part of that. The second one is trust. Uh, you know, some banks, some institutions have been around for centuries. And then you have these little fintechs, these little startups coming up that are five years old and suddenly saying, oh, yeah, give us all your money. We'll manage it for you. Like, you know, we have to trust them. How are you going to establish that trust? So you can do that with transparency, with also education. And then finally, customer experience. Um, you know, the customers of nowadays are are used to experiences like Uber, uh, Apple, Google, uh, that is super customer centric. And one of the things that distinguish fintechs from incumbents or, or large institutions is that they're a lot more customer centric. You know, the minute you pay for something, you get an instant notification. That's impossible for a large bank because they just do not have the infrastructure for that. And so, you know, there's a big part of simplicity. So with those three pillars in mind, I, when I'm doing customer research, I'm trying to figure out what is it that this customer, what are the problems that we're, we're solving, right? This is, we can also talk about, you know, the jobs to be done framework, which is one that I like using a lot. What is the problem that we're solving and how, you know, how are we helping our customers uh, manage their money better if that's, you know, what the fintech does or yeah, what is the end kind of reason they would use our product? I love it. That makes a lot of sense to me. And I think you described education, trust, and customer experience as being kind of those pillars that you you know is important to your audience and help inform your process. I think as you know, you just saying them, it sounds like those conclusions you came to are a, very straightforward and very easy to come to those. I would imagine it's it's been a process for you to zero in on those things maybe not but maybe like what what is it like the research part and the research component i think is just a big key that doesn't get talked about enough so maybe like share just like how long it took and like what that process was like for you to understand like here are the three things that matter most and everything i do needs to map up to the one of these three things I would say it kind of depends on the company and the product that they're selling. Uh, these three pillars, what's cool about fintech is that I am a customer as well as obviously a marketer. So I'm constantly using fintech products every single day. And so it's always very, and I'm also completely inside the industry. I'm reading the books. I'm listening to the podcast. I'm hosting a podcast and I, and I'm subscribed to all the newsletters and I write a newsletter. Like I'm completely surrounded by this industry, which which makes it very interesting because I can, I can see every single aspect of it, and I can see, uh, you know, what are what are the people who are um, using these products? What are they saying? What are they complaining about? And what are the marketing strategies that are working? What what are those that aren't? Um, in terms of research, I'll say what I always say: when someone is entering a new industry or a new topic, or trying to learn about a new topic. Maybe you're starting a, you're making a movie or you're writing a book or you're trying to get into a new industry. 
what should you do? Completely immerse yourself, which is what I'm just saying, right? Like subscribe to the podcasts, uh, sign up to the newsletters and um, read the books and like just do a ton of research and, and consume and consume and consume. And if you can create too, because you, you, you learn a lot by creating. I think that's probably the best way to do a lot of research on an industry. In terms of customer research, I think, I think it's, it's, I mean, everyone knows, right? Just talk to them talk to them and, and set up the calls, ask the, ask the questions. Now with my clients, I'm setting up um, calls with the sales team also. It's super useful because I'm understanding what, what, is it, what are the questions the customers are asking every single day and what, um, what do they want to know more of. So yeah, I mean, the research process isn't very different with fintech than with other industries, I would say. I just think that one kind of USP of Mint Studios is that we live and breathe fintech. It's all we do and it's all I ever do. So I really, I like to say that I understand it inside out, not as much as other people because they're people who are way ahead of me, obviously, but definitely I think it's what, you know, it can make you a better marketer because you can really completely immerse yourself in that world. So everything you described makes a ton of sense, right? Just like jump in head first, consume as much content as humanly possible. You called it out, but I, it just needs to like be, I'm going to put an excl- exclamation point behind it is like, talk to your customers. I just did not enough people. I don't think take the time to set up those calls to be better informed and learn. So that I love that. I, I think I do something maybe a little similar to you and just the work that I'm doing is just try to get a pulse and follow as many people as possible all of those things for someone new, uh, maybe walk a content marketer walking into a new industry might be a little overwhelming at first. And it might take kind of, you know, weeks or months or maybe a year to like fully immerse yourselves into all of the streams of content that could possibly better inform and educate. So I'd love to maybe like this might be difficult for you because you've been in fintech this entire time, but like what what recommendations would you have for just like any content marketers in terms of like getting up to speed in a, a new new vertical or a new industry in terms of like all right you're jumping in head first here are the, like the the things that they they absolutely should do in order to make sure they're the most informed as possible when creating content for for that industry or for those customers I, I think a good place to start is newsletters because we we're all using email. Uh, and uh, I like to batch kind of like every morning I read a couple of newsletters. So that gives me a good overview of the industry. And I like to follow or I like to subscribe to, to you know, um, what's it? Oh, Substack. I like to, to subscribe to several Substacks of, of Finfluencers, we call them. So influencers <laughs> in your industry. Um, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is great. Uh, if Obviously, it depends on the industry. If it's a tech-related industry, then probably Twitter. It might not be. In that case, you know, go where your audience hangs out. Might be somewhere else. Might be Facebook. Might be some groups. Um, I I agree that it can be overwhelming, and I sometimes forget that because a lot of some of my clients are newly appointed marketing officers, and they're like, "Oh my god, I don't know anything about fintech," and I'm like, "Okay, here's my podcast. <laughs> here's my newsletter." Anyway, um, apart from that, I if you like reading. Uh, read a book, just one, just start with that. 
And yeah, like just a simple Google search, you know, what's the number one book about? Like I'm trying to get into insure tech because I love insurance and I'm doing that slowly. I don't, I'm not in the, in the newsletter. I haven't signed up to any newsletters, but I'm reading the books and I'm following the, the uh, insure influencers on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and then making it, well, no, L- listening to the podcast. If you, if you like that, I think that's a good, that's a good approach. Uh, and then finally communities. And I think you would agree with me if you join the Slack communities or the Facebook groups, I'm in quite a few Facebook groups too. Any other communities where there are other people in your industry, this is such an underrated way of learning about your industry and making friends in your industry too, because they will give you so much advice. And this is how I met Dom. This is how I met a lot of other people in the in the mark- content marketing world. Uh, very underrated tactic. And I think it's, um, yeah, it feels like you have a cool cool group of online friends that you can ask questions and um, and chat about stuff in the industry. So I think, yeah, that's where I would start. And then once you're comfortable with that, maybe, you know, level it up a bit and you can create too. If you're a writer writing about the article, uh, writing about a topic helps me a lot because it forces me to do research. So yeah, I would I'd start with that. I love it. Uh, uh, maybe it's a, uh, I, I don't know. I've never heard anyone get excited about insurance like, like you just did. So <laughs> I I th- I admire your just uh, willingness to explore, educate yourself, and research, and go all in. I think that's something that any marketer out there listening to the podcast. The more you content you consume and people you meet in the industries that you serve, the better marketer that you're going to be on the other side. I'd love to know. Maybe in closing, you you said that I think you led with you said this is a topic for another conversation, but there's not a lot of people, marketers in FinTech. I, I'd love to maybe unpack that a little bit. And just for me in MarTech, right? Like I can send out a tweet or I can post something in a Slack community and everyone raises their hand and say, oh my God, yeah, I'd love to talk about this on the podcast. Or yeah, I've got a hot take or opinion on that. So it feels like it's kind of like a playground where there's a ton of people like me doing things similar to me. Um, where I get the the vibe that that might not be the the case for fintech and and what you're doing, I'd love to maybe understand from you like why you think that is one, and then two, how are since the, there might not be as many people, how are you connecting with other people like you to make sure that you're getting that constant connection with pe- content marketers in your industry? Yeah, these are these are two good questions. Why why are there not enough? Oh yeah. So just before I wanted to add another point to your previous question, which is, you know, how to get immersed in the uh, industry. Also important to like, to like the industry. I mean, this is what you're saying, right? Uh, I think it helps because the only reason I'm completely immersed in FinTech is because I like it. I would not be able to do the same for gardening, for example. Don't think so. Uh, Or, don't know, laptops. So I think it's also important to make sure you you find something you like. And my favorite way to explore, I call this exploration, is to read a lot of different books about a lot of different industries. Uh, and that's kind of what I did. And then I was like, ooh, finance, cool, I like it. And then I went in. But before that, I had read a lot of different industries, books from different industries, and I was like, mm, not really my thing. Um, anyway, so to your current question, why there are not enough fintech content marketers? I think fintech is quite, it's, it's, it's a re- I don't know if it's a relatively new industry, because it's probably about the same as MarTech, really. But I think, well, first of all, um, it's a bit more technical and there are a lot of Finfluencers, but they're mostly 
they're not, they're not content marketers. They're people who are consultants. They're working in companies, and they're yeah. And so, if there are any fintech content marketers, they're mostly working for agencies or in a company in house. So there's not like freelance fintech content marketers or uh, fractional, which is a, a coin concept I've been pushing around. Anyway. Yeah, so I'm not really sure why. I'm actually still trying to figure that out. I'm surprised because it's 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 clearly an industry with a lot of demand for content. And I know a couple, I'm not saying there's zero. I know a couple. But yeah, there's definitely there's definitely demand. So if anyone is considering and is interested in finance, you know, go all for it. I also what you echo, what you said before, I've noticed that a lot of writers and and content marketers like dabbling in a couple of industries. And so People, from what I understand, a lot of people don't like just, um, you know, sticking to one. They like to do a few, which fair enough, but I prefer sticking to one because then I get to know it really well. And I feel like fintech is one where you need to go in quite deep because there's quite a lot. So maybe that's why. I'm not really sure. I'm open to hearing what other people would say. And your second question was again, I can't remember. (laughs) Yeah, just in connecting with people like you, even though there's not an abundance like are your connections stronger because there are few? How are you building those relationships with people in, in an industry where there might not be as many people like you as others? Yeah, um, I'm not, I don't, think, I don't think your fellow content marketing friends have to be in the same industry as you. Uh, so the people that I, I hang out with online in content marketing, uh, none of them are in fintech, but that's fine. I still learn a lot and I still... I still, they still share really good insights and stuff that's worked for me, like literally has worked. So I I know a couple of fintech writers uh, and I know some who'd like to nerd out about fintech with me, which is nice, but they're usually either writers or in-house marketers or these uh, people who just write newsletters. I don't know what you would call, yeah, influencers or whatever. So usually when I'm chatting with them, I'm not nerding out about content marketing. I'm nerding out about fintech whoa <laughs> connecting two fintechs together how cool that is and and how it's bringing new products to customers and um yeah how it's completely changing the world of, of finance and therefore the world in general so yeah but if there are other if there are other fintech content marketers out there who want to make other fintech content marketing friends then please reach out and i'd be happy to to chat definitely I love it. The punchline of this one is make sure you are creating content and doing content marketing in an industry that you actually care about. Um, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Um, Araminta, thank you so much for the time and the perspective. Maybe plug, uh, I know you've got a podcast and uh, you know anything else. What do you want to plug? Maybe there, there's some uh, fintech people out there that can go visit your site and can get connected to you. Definitely. Uh, so my website is mintcopywritingstudios.com. Our podcast is uh, Market Like a Fintech. And you can also find me on Twitter at Mint C Studios. So I'm pretty much everywhere just talking about fintech and content marketing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I learned a ton. Best of luck. And hopefully everyone out there picked up something about content marketing in an industry. I know I learned a ton. Take care. Thank you, Brett. I don't care what industry you're in, what audience you're serving, 
the mindset and approach that she is taking to her content is the right one. I think getting deep down, understanding how people think and operate, understanding those consumer expectations can only better inform the content and value that you are giving to your community on a regular basis. Araminta, totally a modern day marketer. I learned a ton from her. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. Have a great week and we'll be back with more 3C next week.